astronaut with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. So first off, we have to kind of, um, I don't want to say come clean, like it wasn't anything bad or anything. But Give a just, little explanation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were being extra cautious. Um, had a little bit of a COVID scare, and then we couldn't get tests back in time. So we were like, you know what? We'll just postpone for a week. Be really careful. Ride this out. Everybody is fine. Everybody is well. Yep, yep. Um, and then we, we could have done like a same day release. We were like, you know what? Let's wait. Let's not rush it. Let's just, you know, take the week and deal with that. So that's why. Well, not to mention it was frigidly cold and there was ice all over the roads. I can hate this place. <laughs> um, yes, that is a part of it as well. So we're back. <laughs> we're like, we released one episode. We're like, we're taking a break. I think it's funny how we literally take like a break and then we come back and it's like, we've never done this before. We don't know what to do. No, right. No. But so you guys. Hi. Happy February. February. It is so awkward to think that it's already a month in to 2022. I saw this meme and I'm going to explain it horribly and correctly, which means it's not going to be funny. Okay. But um, it said something like, it said, like, January is basically over. Mm-hmm. We all know Easter's around the corner. Summer always goes by, and basically Christmas is is two weeks away. So 2022 is over, you guys. Like, it was like a whole little thing. Oh, my God. And I was like, that is literally how the year happens. Because you are you really are. Like, January usually goes by kind of fast. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's Easter. And then summer hits, and you feel like summer was, like, a day and a half long. And then you're like, oh, fuck, it's Christmas. Well, okay. And the funny part is... It's hilarious because January's over. Valentine's Day is coming up in like oh, two weeks, which I agree. I'm I'm not a Valentine's Day guy. But then, do we have anything in March? What what is is there a Saint Patrick's Day? That is that was not an Irish accent? We went straight British. I I, I did. I feel like I could do Irish if I think about it. Like I, have I to, I'm in the exact same way. I have to like I have to put myself in Outlander with um with jamie and think about it but i haven't watched it in so long that it's kind of like i was gonna start saying oi but that's australian <laughs> <laughs> no wait that is is that british or is it australian i don't know but that's i think it's what aussie it yeah what is the what is what is irish did what is irish and scottish i mean it's kind of the same i mean scottish I, that's the one word closer. I can say. that's the one that's scottish. it that's as close as it's gonna get going a little scottish today you're you almost got it. You're almost there. I, I have to get into it. Like yeah, I have to yeah. talk a little bit, yeah, but yeah. I, I can get there a little quicker than most because I have a little bit in my heritage. But I have fifteen percent um, Irish Northern European in my heritage. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, regardless, um, but yeah, like like I just it's so weird to say like oh there's Valentine's Day because February is a short month and then yeah. you got St Patrick's Day and like you said Easter, Easter. is right there. Yeah. So. But nevertheless, uh, today, you guys, on the docket, we are talking about the Winter Olympics because they start um, on the 4th. Actually, oh, they start like, yeah. Ceremonies on the 4th. Yeah. Um, they start early. Like some of the, actually, we're recording this right before they start. So I know some events are happening earlier in the week. But we're going to talk about Winter, Winter Olympics. We're also going to discuss, we're going to give a first impression, you guys, which we don't normally do for a new show. But we're going to do a first impression of how i met your father we could not pass this up how much i like how i met your mother and how often i rewatch it obviously we're thinking about doing a whole entire like episode we'll do a whole episode on it yes of course but we're giving our first impressions reactions to the first episode exactly yeah and then uh our 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 review for this week is will of time <laughs> forgot for a second i was gonna give you the death stare because we were just talking about like what's co- what we're gonna be talking about for the next few weeks and i just completely was <laughs> like what are we talking about today why am i here today um we're gonna talk about amazon original the will of time so great so we want to start with you want to start with the olympics or do you want to start with how do, I we have your father? A, do we have an applause button uh So there, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> it's like we're workshopping this after three seasons. Um, so yes, Winter Olympics. Go. What's up with the Winter Olympics? Um, well, first off, opening ceremonies on the fourth. I, as we just looked at it, am super pumped because I'm huge into curling. That's like my Winter Olympic sport. 
and it starts on the second. I do. You know what? I do like. I do like curling. Curling is like. <laughs> I feel like it's the one where you you people are like, "What is it?" And I'm like, "I don't know what it is." I it's still ice can't ex- shuffleboard. I know. I'm like, I still can't explain it to you really, but I still don't know the rules to it. But I am into it. If you've ever played like bocce ball and shuffleboard, and you put them on ice, um, then you have an idea of what curling is, which is the weirdest way to describe it. But it's the most accurate way I can think of to describe hmm. what it is. Yeah, I know. I think you're better with shuffleboard. I think when you call it like yeah. ice shuffleboard, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the bocce part is they're trying to get towards the middle of a circle. Like there's a point mm-hmm. versus like the triangle where you're trying to like, yeah, right. with shuffleboard. I think with sh- you're trying to get as far down the board without falling off. Right? And knock the other ones off. Right. Yeah. So it's a mix. Um, but yeah, I, curling. What else are you looking forward to? So... I kind of am looking forward to. I know my wife's going to be looking forward to this. Uh, we always watched the CrossFit games back in the past. And Tia Claire Toomey, one of the women who have oh, like won a couple years in a row, mm-hmm. fittest woman, is on the Australian bobsled team this year. Oh, okay. So we're actually going to watch for her more than watch the sport. Are you going to watch the luge? Okay. Those scare me. The ones where they go down on like literally like a piece of plywood down those it's the luge and then there's a skeleton i think the luge is when they lay i'm gonna get these backwards but the luge i think is when they lay down on their back okay um and their feet first i think skeleton is where they're laying on their stomach and they're going down head first which is the dumbest thing i've ever heard i I would never try that yeah never so let's i've never never watched it but i i I watched it once just because i was intrigued because i I hate to admit it. I was looking for a wipeout. I was like, okay, what's this going to look like? But no one did. Luckily, no one hurt themselves. But when they stopped at the bottom, they took like padding from like couches and piled at the end. So you're like run into that. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? I, I think I think the last time I did watch, I did watch some, some bobsled because they were, those dudes are like, I'm like these legs oh. and these booties. Yes. Bobsled can get it. Um, and then I think that I've liked um I watched the freestyle scheme because I like Gus Kenworthy. And I'm pretty sure Gus Kenworthy is um he's either the first or only out professional skier. Oh, I didn't know that. Um yeah, he um and he's obviously super cute. Um, but I think this is probably gonna be like his last Olympics. I think the same thing for Sean White. I didn't think Sean White was gonna come back, but yeah. I think he's competing in snowboard this year, so I'm gonna watch snowboard again. Yeah, I think he. Uh, so he does skiing. So I'll watch that because I don't think he was in the last one. I think he got. Mm-hmm. I think he got hurt pretty early on. Maybe. Oh really? He's American, right? Yes. Okay. Um. So I'll be watching for him, and then I usually watch. Is that it? Oh, I watch figure skating, which is the gymnastics of the ice. Well, okay. Yes. Now, do you watch all of it, like couples, singles, long, short, uh, guys, no. girl? Like, do, what do you watch? I watch the. There's so many different variations. No, I don't watch any of the couples ones. Not for any real reason. I don't think I just. Um, I think it's because I don't know why. I just don't. No, I'm this, I, I honestly, the couples one is the one that doesn't entertain me. I'd rather watch the solo men's and solo women's. Um, now what's and this is where I always get confused. I will tell you, I've watched I've watched doubles ones. I've watched the couples ones before, but mm-hmm. um, it was only because it was in a movie called The Cutting Edge that came out in 1988, and it was that's such, how old that is. Maybe. Um, and she was like, Topic. I've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. I've talked about this before. But um, what did I say? The cutting edge? Yeah. I didn't think it was that old. Um, it's actually probably like 95. It's 92. Oh, God. And it had um, D.B. Sweeney and Maura Kelly in it. And it was about this stuck-up figure skating girl who ended up partnering with um, an ex-hockey player. An ex-hockey player. Yeah. As her partner, and they were trying to go for the Olympics because she was bitchy and couldn't win the gold in like the 1988 Olympics or something. Well, because like for some reason she couldn't compete by herself anymore and she couldn't find a partner who could. That's what it was. She kept driving off all of her partners because she yeah. was bitchy. So she they, they found him who couldn't play hockey because he hurt his knee or something, but he could ice skate enough. Right. And he was strong enough to do the, the tricks. Yeah. I can't remember why he was, but yeah, it was, uh, and then they fall in love and shit, and it's a whole thing. But yeah, Terry O'Quinn was in that? So, okay, uh, <laughs> it, 
two questions. And this, this is what I do about the Winter Olympics. Two questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, every Olympics, I try to take it upon myself to whether it's it's summer or winter, find a new sport to watch. I have not found or looked at what sports are in the Winter Olympics, so I don't know what my new sport's gonna be. You can watch that one where they're like where they're where they're skiing on moon shoes, and then like they uh they oh go, the cross country skiing they, where they shoot they shoot something, and then they go out and they throw like. I don't know rings. They do a ring toss, and then like they, uh, they, and then they skate another two and a half miles, and then they like I don't know, put some deer in a pen, and then like they skate another two miles. Like what is that one? Where I feel it's cross country like, skiing, and like so, when are they ever going to do a ring toss during cross country skiing? I don't think they do ring tosses. They do something like that. It's a ring toss, or it's, or it's a ball pit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a ball pit. We're gonna crawl to the ball pit now. They're doing a ton of shit. They're they're like I'm like I'm like so you're telling me you're, you're gonna be skiing for three miles and then you're just have to stop and like jump into a ball pit for no reason. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand what the hold on. I gotta find it. But my other question, you, why you're looking that up? Um, both of us. I mean, we're we're pretty big Olympic fans. So yeah. how do you feel having? It's in Beijing this year. <laughs> how do you feel having the Summer Olympics? And then no break right into the Winter Olympics the next year. Like, how, do, do you like that? Do you for, need the gap? I forgot that they were last year, to be honest. Really? Mm-hmm. So is this very uneventful for you? No, no, no. It's not that. It, it is not cross-country skiing. That's just long skiing. It's oh. something else. It's like, I think it's like, I think it's biathlon. So it'd be two events. So skiing and shooting sans ball pit. <laughs> What is the? Can you tell me what the what the biathlon is? Can I can I can I ho get a description <laughs> of? Oh my god! Of the stop. There aren't that many events. No, the winter ones are are normally a little bit shorter. I think I can name like alpine skiing, biathlon, bobsleigh, bobsleigh, cross country skiing, curling, figure skating, freestyle skiing, ice hockey, luge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nordic combined. Short- what? I forgot what Nordic is. Short track speed skating. I remember. I, I watched <gasps> that. I love watching that. That might be my new one. Those are the fun ones. Yeah. Um, so those sprints. That that's the yeah. track of of the Winter Olympics. I love that. Skeleton, uh, ski jumping, snowboard, and speed skating. That seems very like small amount of sports. Yeah, I love the speed skating though. I'll tell you that. Um, biathlon. I'm still don't understand what this biathlon is. But yes. Okay. So. I think I've decided now speed skating is going to be my new sport to sit there and watch because I don't normally watch it every Winter Olympics. I actually fi- I actually feel like I watch more sports in the Winter Olympics than I do. And maybe it's because there's less of them. Probably. And because they, you could, I feel like you could see more of the Winter Olympics than you can of the others. If that makes well, sense. I also think it's spaced out. And like with the snowboard and the trick competitions, you can have them at night where they're not. Ha- and I think they prefer to have them at night where they're not like up in the sky and you can't see them because the sun's up. I exaggerate. The biathlon is just cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. I told you. But I feel like they do a lot. They just be looking so tired. <laughs> they really do. They be like dragging, they be like dragging them skis and then they wouldn't have to lay down and then shoot. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, you don't like cold weather, so I can understand why you're not doing That's that. That's going to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I've watched that one before too. I, I don't know. You can you can just dive into the Winter Olympics more. You really can. You can get really deep in. But where where was like the slalom and all that? I don't know. I was wanting to know because that's the one where they have to like go around the um, flags. I watched, I watched that too. There's slalom. Yeah, the flags and there's like um, the skiers go down the hill and they have to go side to side around the flags or in between the gates. I think is what they're called. Yeah. Um. And then there's the moguls. Oh Those yeah. With, with the little bumps, with the bumps and shit. Which feels like it would break your kneecaps or something within like two seconds. I know. I'm like, how do y'all, how y'all knees do? You, do? do you know what that makes me think of? Do you know those like car tests where they're like having them go over bumps to test the suspension? Yeah. I, exact, I just think of the human suspension. Is like, da, 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 I wonder. Do they not I, have you know as what? many this I year? Think it's, I, think it's, I think it's all combined under alpine skiing. Oh. If I'm right. Um, alpine skiing huh. includes... I need y'all to, I need this website to work the way it should work. Um, yes, there's the men's downhill, the super G, the giant slalom, the slalom, the Albine combined, the team parallel. What's that? Some of these sound very dirty. 
Alpine combined. I don't know what that one is. That one I think is the one where they have like, where they have flags and moguls. Maybe I'm not oh. sure. Maybe, but yeah, I love that stuff. I'm excited about that now. I am too. I actually, I mean, like I said, the speed skating. I I try to watch if I can catch it, but I think I might make a point of watching it this you year. You should. You should. It's fun. And then like the Alpine down, like all that. I yeah. should probably in turn watch that. The fun. The fun speed skating is the team ones. Yes. Because they like they come in and they, like push the people. Up. I love it. It's I'm excited so about this. good. Okay. Thanks for about. I honestly didn't know they were coming up. I appreciate it. But so here's my question. We've seen Beijing before. They've had Beijing Winter Olympics. They've had Beijing Summer Olympics. I want to know what they're gonna, how they're gonna make the entry or like the the opening ceremonies different this year. Oh yeah, they China do be bringing that shit. Like they, they do, they they do, do good. They do bring it. Oh yeah, know. I guess we'll see. Um. Okay, so let's pivot. Okay. To how I met your father. Yes. First impressions. Starring starring Hillary Doof. Sorry, Doof. Which I think she's producing it too. I thought. Is she? I believe so. You know what I noticed on the way over the past week, my um, Apple Music has been trying to make me listen to her old her old album, Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm like, I don't like this. Stop making me try and listen to it. I need to delete it. Did you listen to it back in the day, though? No. And it's not back. It was a most recent. I think it was like a five years ago. Well, then maybe. why are you like having to delete it? You'd have to download it at that point. I downloaded it because I thought it was Hillary Duff, but I don't like it. I never deleted it. It's hard to delete your mm. music after it's been there for a while, you know? Mm. Whatever. Okay, How I Met Your Father, starring yes. um, Hillary Duff. Starring Hillary Duff. Yeah. Um, and um, they have, they've, so they've replaced the, obviously, the narrator is Kim Cattrall. Which I now understand why I don't believe she was cast in the new Sex and the City show. She's going to be in the new Quarters Flow, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's other reasons why. There, there's well, no yes. real reason, but you know. But she's, she's found other work. Yeah. Um. And we won't really go through the characters or like that, but um, I do. The only other character I remember was Chris Lowell because he played Piz in Veronica Mars, and you know I love Veronica Mars. Mm. So, um, and he was also in Glow, which I loved. Which one is he? In Glow? No, no, no. And and how I met your father? He's the friend of the bar owner. Oh, yeah. So first impressions, we'll give a short like. What do you think? First off. Uh, they went real hard for nostalgia. They very much wanted to do. They wanted to play on the people who liked how I met your um mother because I mean the intro song. I don't think these are spoilers. Intro song is the same song, just a little bit of a rework, a little slower. Um, it almost feels like they're trying to cast the same characters a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to meet the same roles of like here's your Ted, here's your Robin, here's your Marshall, and a here's your Barney. But there's more characters. In this one, so I'm are having they? a little. I think there are. I They're think. Not. Well, it's five friends versus six in this one. There's Hillary Duff, the bartender, the bartender's friend, the bartender's friend's girlfriend or fiance, Hillary Duff's roommate, her British um, boyfriend, and the bartender's sister. There's yeah, but the one girl, the one, the, the fiance, isn't really. So that's it. There's six. So there's six. That's how many there were in the last one, weren't there? Mm-mm. Marshall, Lily. Ted, Robin, Barney, or Barney. So there's five because the mom made the sixth. So she, unless they're just alluding that they're showing one of those guys is going to be her husband and they're filling the sixth spot of Ted's wife right off the bat, that might be kind of what they're doing. Hmm. So that so they so they may be including like the wife or the husband and instead of wait, making you wait nine years to see her or him. They're just showing, and you'd have to kind of figure out which one it's going to be. Yeah, I'm. I think that's where I'm. I'm. I'm cautiously. I'm cautious about it. I, I'll say my first. My first impression of the show was like, this isn't funny yet, and I, I don't. I didn't find myself. I was like, I think they're trying too hard to be funny. I don't think Hillary Duff is a comedic actress. She's and, playing on her laurels from like Lizzie McGuire. But, like that that was, but that, that was a kid thing. That was Disney. And I liked her in Younger mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but I don't know if she can carry this. I don't know if she can carry it. But I will say, initially, I'm going to I am going to go out on a limb and already pick a Bay of the Week. The British for, guy. But here's the reason. Not because he's hot, but because he was the only one who was saying things that I thought were funny. Yes. His character to me is the only one that actually is perfectly crafted and perfectly makes sense. I will say her roommate is a strong second candidate for me right now. 
see, I didn't like her. I thought they try. I think they're trying too hard. I think I think they're trying too hard to give to like. I don't know. I don't. It, it feels like they're trying way too hard for me, because honestly, if I had to say there's a character who actually seems fully realized, it's mm-hmm. the British guy. Oh whatever yeah. Whatever his name is, is it Ainsley or is that his her roommate's name? I think that's her roommate's name. I'll look it up real quick. Um, and then the second most realized character to me would be the bar owner, because it actually he his personality actually made sense to me. I think that, but that's just what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna go too deep into it. Well, but. Okay, and here's predictions. I want I want to know. Like I said, I feel like they're trying to cast the same archetypes, the same people from like the original. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm assuming Hillary Duff is the Ted. Well, obviously. Is the bartender the Robin? Obviously. Huh? Is the bartender guy the Robin? I actually don't think any of them match any of the previous ones because if that's the case, then who's the womanizer? There isn't one. I mean, true. So I Unless don't think, it's the, I think they really just trying to, they're trying to pull the Ted. They're trying to pull the one hopeless romantic yeah. and make it Hillary Dove. And then everybody else is, which I like the fact they're trying to give everybody else a different personality that isn't exactly matching up with how I met your mother, which is great. I love that. I just don't know if maybe, I don't know if it's the actor versus the characters yet. True. And that's where I'm, I think I'm trying to fit in too much with the original because I, I don't see a Marshall and a right. Lily. Right. Yeah. Unless you count the bartender and his fiance, that they kind of remind me of the Marshall Lily dynamic. So I think it was uh, it's, Charlie is the one you're talking about, the British guy. Yeah, Charlie and Sid were the two that I think are like the two characters that actually made the most sense. Okay. To me, I think that um, what is the sister's name? Is it Valentina? Uh, yes. I think no, she's, no, no. That's the roommate. The sister is Ellen. I think they're trying too hard with that bitch. Like, I don't know. They're bringing them like the and the fact of the matter is the fact that they're bringing her and the bartender or bar owner, um, in from like some small town in Ohio, which is kind of a TED thing. So they're like, I, I, they're trying to like give diversity. I don't, see, I don't and I don't care about that. I, I think for me, I I, I put I put. How I, how I met your mother out of it, and okay. I was like, this show objectively, my first impressions right now are, it it. I get. I give. I'm gonna give the first episode a grade. I think the first episode was a C. I agree with that completely. I think that there are a couple of standout characters that could become great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if Hillary Duff could carry this show as much as I like Hillary Duff personally. But we'll save all the rest for. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll, okay. I'll agree with you. I give it a C. C. Was that you that said C to me the other day? Yes. <laughs> all right, listeners, <laughs> listeners, listeners. <laughs> Real quick, before the break, we've gone off How I Met Your Father. I have I have a quick story. I don't even remember what that was about. I have a quick story for you about my co-host. Again, we work in the same company. So he was coming down to the office, and I called to see when he was going to be there. Um, And during the call, because there's multiple floors to our building, he asked, are oh. you on floor trace? <laughs> my response was, see. His response back was, See what? I really didn't know. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I, I, oh, I remember that because I paused. I was like, see what? Yes. I do remember that now. Sorry. My co-host is that guy. <laughs> I, I, you know what? <laughs> I will not apologize. All right. I think it that's happens. good enough. Let's let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Wheel of Time. Yes. Stay tuned, guys. All right, everybody, welcome back. Like we said earlier at the top of the show, we were talking about Amazon Prime, weird thing to say, original, mm-hmm. Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time, please. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so for all those of you who don't know, this is a adaptation of a book series. I believe all of them have been written. Like, it's a complete book series, right? They're not finishing it off like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Had to throw that in there. <laughs> someone's angies. Didn't even know. Um, I'm still bitter about the last season. Um, yes. So uh, this is a uh, based on a series written by Robert Jordan. Okay. Um, there are 14 volumes. Um, God. In it. I think I think the actually the the Will of Time or 
The Eye of the World, which is the first mm-hmm. um, book in the series, was published in 1990. Oh. And um, just a short little synopsis. Um, Robert Jordan actually passed away mm-hmm. before the series ended. And Brandon Sanderson actually picked up and wrote books 12, 13, and 14. I think think is he related to him in some way i can't remember but i think um i think what happened was well i thought i'd read like the family made a point of finishing the series i think he left like no i think he left like notes or like or like a um like a yo 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 um actually yeah um robert jordan actually had terminal heart disease Mm. um and um he made preparations in case he was not able to complete the book. He wrote notes. So if the worst actually happened, someone could finish it. Okay. Uh, and have it end the way he wanted it to end. Um, well, that's so good. I think Brandon Sanderson is just another fantasy author. But I mean, it's good because I'm sure he could mimic his style a little bit and, and do it justice. Yeah. And Brandon Sanderson was actually chosen by Robert Jordan's widow. Good. Okay. That makes me happy. Um, because she liked his other books and stuff like that. So yeah. So he finished. I guess that what, what happened is they gave him like a basically like a like a template and said mm-hmm. this is how we want it to end. So yeah, so I'm actually uh I actually started to before this show came out, I started reading the first one, but I didn't get through it before okay. the season came out, but I still intend on uh reading it. Well, and I was gonna ask you because I thought I'd I'd heard that you were reading that. Is it like a Game of Thrones where the first book is very, very like parallels the show no i got through about i got through probably a fourth of the book okay um because um and we'll discuss that yeah um remind me yeah we'll discuss that Uh, after cast and crew right um so just so you guys know for the the, actually for the first season of the willow time um the um synopsis which we like to read uh, moraine a member of a magical organization takes five young people on a journey believing that one of them might be the reincarnation of the dragon a powerful individual prophesies to save the world or destroy it. Yeah. I, I like the or destroy it. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so uh, let's talk about characters, right? Yeah, let's go. Um, so you was, talked about Moraine. Let's jump off with her. Yeah, Mor- Moraine, um, who is obviously the biggest name and also a producer. Oh, she is. Yeah. Um. Biggest name on here, Rosamund Pike. Okay. I I don't know if I know what she's from. She's in Gone Girl. She's in she was recently in I Care a Lot. She's been in, in Jack Reacher. She's been around. I think her biggest thing really uh, recently was Gone Girl. Okay. Um but she's a British actress as well, but she's uh pretty amazing and basically almost everything that she's been in that I've seen her in. I was gonna say the two that jump out to me are the Pride and Prejudice and Die Another Day. Like the old James Bond movie. Yeah. So, um, Rosamund Pike, uh, is, and she plays Moraine. Moraine is just like, is, um, in Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. who, uh, basically Aes Sedai's are the, are magical women, basically, who are able to touch the source or the one power. The one power. I think, I think, um, uh, we can get in that deeper, but she's just like she's kind of high up in like this order of women, mm-hmm. which um, I think the organization is the Eyes and Eyes. It is, um, and uh, she's just high up in that order where she's like yo yo yo. She's more of like I don't want to say a spy, but because well, she doesn't really spy, but she's kind of like she's one of the she's like an information. Yes, yeah, so the Eyes and Eyes there there are multiple colors, and there's seven total, and right. the blue, which is what she is, they um I want to say they traffic in information, yeah, but I their main source is information. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, information brokers there you go yes but they don't sell it they kind of use it for well it depends i guess we don't know um but she uh is like you know she basically is um this we don't know much about her we, we learn more as the show goes on which we'll talk about in spoilers but mm-hmm. she just kind of shows up and and she shows up to in this town and she's it looks like there's like like they like i can't tell and i guess this, this is kind of how they portrayed it in, in the first, first part of the book that i read as well is that people are in awe of her, but also like very threatened by her, but also extremely paranoid about what they do. Like, I guess no one really knows what an Aes Sedai is, or whether they're good, or whether they're bad, or whether they're self-serving, or what. So, so and then that's where I was, I was trying to figure out while watching like 
do they run the country? I don't know what role they yeah, play. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Um, but next we we'll 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 we'll, we'll skip to since we're talking about Moraine, we'll uh we'll go to uh uh Land Mandragorian. Uh, so he is uh Moraine's ward, played by uh Daniel Henny. What's up, Henny? How you doing? Uh, but every I said I he has cute, a ward. He cute with that top knot. Oh, he cute. Is it in like the image for him on the yeah the show? No, he's just really cute regardless. Um, I thought he was cute in the show, but um, he plays um Daniel Handy plays Lan, and Lan is is uh, Moraine's as ward. it warder or is it ward? It might be warder. Yeah, um, I think so too. Pretty much bodyguard. Yeah, because like um, and, and what you kind of see in the show is like when she's doing magic, she's vulnerable mm-hmm. basically. So he's there to kind of be like he's like her battle bodyguard yeah i mean nothing else you can say he's like really really good in battle he looks he with his little top knot running around and he basically protects her and they have what's called like they have a bond like mm-hmm. a bond that is actually not like a like a oh we got a bond no it is like a physical it is like a mental like bond something where, with the magic that yeah. she can do that she actually like connects them where he can like Sense her emotions yes. and feel her. Yeah, since where she is. I'm, I'm assuming they don't really explain it, but I'm assuming it's because he can sense where she is, what's yeah. going on, like that whole thing, which is which is kind of cool. So he's just kind of like her uh, bodyguard companion, you know, travel yeah. companion person, best yeah. friend. Yeah. Um. Who next? Uh, let's jump to the five, the yeah. the kids she kind of rescues. Um, let's start with the one who's probably like in the least amount of episodes. We'll go with Matt Coffin. He's kind of the, he's kind of the bad boy, I would say. Uh, played by Barney Harris. Um, yes. Yeah, he is. I wouldn't say bad boy. He's just kind of like the one that has like the most emotional baggage. Yeah, because he comes from a family with like. For for me, it seems like his parents are not good parents, and he's got two little sisters. So he is the one who had to grow up too fast to take care of his sister exactly. and stuff like that. Kind of, kind of, obviously a little poor. Mom, I mean, like they portray mom's a drunk, dad's a. a loose cannon there you go probably yeah um but yeah so that's where that's where matt matt with one t yes which is i won't get don't get me started i like it um so yeah so next we can we can uh pivot to um and and we'll we'll pivot to the three dudes because they're they're all really really good friends so Mm -hmm. we have we have perrin um abara who's played by marcus rutherford he is him and matt are also really good friends and perrin to me is just like um, I don't really know how to describe him. He's he's married. He's got a wife. He is. I mean, honestly, the best way I can describe him, and and I I, I don't want to do this a little bit on the nose. He's part of the pack. Like he's one yeah. of, and he's very loyal. Yeah. But in in his life, he was the blacksmith in the town that he was found mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Married, like he said. Um, great friends with Matt and the other kind of main guy character of the show. Um, but he is kind of bland to me. A little bit. I th- I, th- I think I I think that he is um, stalwart. Okay. And um, he is he he plays he plays it. He's very like he doesn't wear as much as on his sleeve. He's very quiet. But I mm-hmm. think I understand. I think we understand kind of why exactly. Um, why he's kind of why he's kind of like that, which is uh, I think they're building to something with that. To be honest, I think they are. And honestly, we'll get into this towards the end but yeah. I, I believe they've been to a lot with this first season i think he's the he's the one that's supposed to be cool calm and collect yeah kind of like the pillar for the group yeah yeah um and then the third guy uh on, on his friend pack really is kind of is rand outdoor uh played by joshua stradowski or stradowski i think sure. it's stradowski um but yeah he is kind of like he's basically like i forgot what his dad does his dad's like the for the town, I don't remember. I don't know if he's like the pelter or if he brings the meat and catches a game in from yeah, the mountain. I'm not sure. I know they live. They don't really live in the town proper. They live yeah. outside of the town. They Up on a shit. mountain in the yeah, forest. Yeah. yeah, but Rand is like, like he's like super good in archery, and he's just like you know, just like a normal like he's pretty normal, like normal teenage guy. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna say teenage because I'm assuming they're supposed to be like 17, 18 is what I'm assuming. Um, I think in the book they're supposed to be like 16, 17. Here they jumped them to like 19, early 20s. In the book, I think that they're actually like more like, from what I gather, they're more like 12, 13, 
or are they that 14. Young? That's kind of what I gathered in the book. Mm. Um, I actually think Matt in the book is much younger than they are, if I'm correct. Okay. Like they're really like they're, I can tell you why. And then when we get into spoiler territory, yeah. why I think that they're younger, younger. But I know in this one, they've, 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 Aged them to like 20s-ish. Which they did in Game of Thrones too. Because in, exactly. in Game of Thrones, Daenerys was only 13 in the book. Which you can't be showing some of the things they were showing As with a 13-year-old. Right. <clears throat> um, then we'll, we'll move to... Um, the two m- women of the group. Yeah, Madeline Madden, who plays Egwene, um, Alvair. And she is love interest to Rand. Mm-hmm. Not love interest. They've been... They probably fucking... I mean, you could just tell, like, you see them in he's the... He's had a thing for her for for a while. But, I mean, they look... She, she, she's like, hi. And he's like, hi. And I'm like, are they fucking... Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, are they allowed? Who knows? But she is just not coming into her, like, her journey and finding her power for the one power and stuff like that. Yeah, she's so, a, a user, a wielder. I forget what they call them. Um, 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 she can... I know they say she can channel. There you go. Thank you. She's a channeler. Um, she, she can channel, like all women can channel the one power, but only some of them can wield it in like, like, the, I, like I think that they, I think they said this in the show where, and I think I was going to use this analogy. It's like the one power, think of it as like water. Mm-hmm. Um, Some women like can channel it, but it's like where you, you know, where you turn the water faucet on and you don't turn it all the way off and it's just like a drip, 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 yes. drip. Some women have that power in that where it's just like, it's literally just like a trickle okay. of water. And some, you flip that faucet all the way on and they're just like Let overflowing with it, which I think is kind of where the eyes to die are in, in that respect. Gotcha. So all okay. women can have that one power. It just depends on how it flows. Hmm. You're welcome. I like it. Uh, but yeah, Egwene, um, Rand's love interest. And then we have uh Nynaeve, uh, who is um Played by Zoe the word you're looking for Robbins. is wisdom. Thank you. That's the word. Yes. Um, and she's kind of like the town healer, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, she so the way you're introduced to her again, I don't know if she's the same in the books. She's the town wisdom. She's very much like female power, you know, mm-hmm. the the opening ceremony between uh Nynaeve and Egwin is very symbolic of a woman's struggle. You're always alone, but you're never alone. Right. And, they, and they're very, like, inclusive. So, like, the two of them are very close to each other. Right. So, Nynaeve is more of, like, to me, she's more of, like, it's like a big sister, little sister program. Yes. <laughs> I, For I lack agree, of a better term. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, she's, like, I've been, I've been using the one power. I'm here to guide you. Exactly. Like, I'm your fairy godmother. Even though she's never had formal training, she's just doing what she can. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, so those are our 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 main characters. They they, they do have a, a very extensive uh, character list, but those are the ones that we really you know. Well, the entire story ones. like revolves around them, like the whole path and journey from day to day, and who you see them interact with is Correct. who these people interact with. Correct. Um. So basically, like if we do, I know we said the plot was basically like Moraine is leading these five people on a journey to try and figure out which one of them is the reincarnation of the dragon mm-hmm. who is a powerful source that could save the world or destroy it. And basically what, what we know from the plot is that the last dragon was a male. Yes. And um, he, or all previous ones maybe have been male and they have learned that when men touch the one power, they can, you know, it could be, it, they could destroy, it could destroy them because they could turn. I think it's because men aren't trusted with that because men are self-serving individuals. So they don't, so men don't have any power in this world. They just don't. So I can't remember if they somehow found a way to keep the men from having the power. I can't remember how that worked. So I, I don't want to spoil a lot for you, but when I watched this, I went and did research because I was very confused about oh, the world. Don't do that then. So, but yes, the only thing I'll say is there are two different powers: one that men tap into, and one that women. So technically, I think the dragon, if I remember the story platform, corrupted the men's so that any mm. men after go crazy. Mm. So that's mm. why the women can still channel and not have that effect. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a spoiler. That's, that's actually good to know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure if I remember that there's two separate powers. Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know. Yeah. Um. So that is 
basically what's happening here is that they they have something called the fade, mm-hmm. which is basically the, the the dark the dark force in the town. It's it's really starting to ramp up. It's you know bullshit per usual. You know it's always the dark force ramping up some bullshit, and oh, they're yeah. like, we have to figure out how to you know we need the dragon now. Like this shit is popping up quick. Well, so, and and to kind of like explain that, so the antithesis or counterpoint to the dragon is the dark one and he controls all of the evil mm-hmm, as in mm-hmm. the world so he is growing stronger the lock that the previous dragon i think was supposed to have set on him is mm-hmm. weakening so that's why they're trying to find the dragon to either because it's prophesized the next dragon will either join or defeat the uh dark one yeah i think every time that that's that's kind of the thing yeah um let's jump into spoiler really quickly let's do it cool cool cool, cool yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Great. okay guys spoilers for the next few minutes um i okay go is there anything that pops up first? Um, so the big thing is they've they've changed a lot from the books. Oh, I was gonna say that because the reason I think that they're younger, yeah, much younger in the book is because um the whole scene where um the Trollocs attack the two mm-hmm. rivers, yes, in the books when that happens, Rand is not even in the city. Rand is at home with his dad. He is in the show too, right? But you know how he just kind of like shows up like later and yeah. says oh my dad's hurt in the book um his dad gets hurt and they spend a lot of time talking about how he had to drag his father's body mm. like through the woods like he was fighting off trollocs trying to as like a kid like he could i think i remember uh, i feel like i remember them saying okay he could barely pick up the sword and all of their stuff so i think he's young yeah and how he's like because I, I think if if it was the kid that was in the show doing it mm-hmm. like his dad wasn't a huge dude. Like he could pull his dad. Like he could he could find a way to pull his dad into town, and he obviously did because he showed he did. up. Yeah. But in this one, like he was literally like dragging his father through the woods, like trying to carry him, like trying to pull him through, like had to mm-hmm. like pull him on a sheet or something like that. I remember. So that's why to me, I think he's like twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen, like slightly smaller. Can't carry a grown man, which I think this yeah. guy could. So that's why I think that. Um. No, and I and I think that I just didn't know they were that young. I knew they had aged them. Mm. I, I'd seen that information, mm. like they had aged them for the show. Right. Um, other big thing is I'm I'm seventy five percent sure in the books only men are the dragon. Yeah, I believe so, and I think that was I think I said that. I think I think that's I think that's the truth too. But I think they're yeah. thinking that something is evolving and changing. They don't know what it is. True. Which is which is pretty cool. Um, um, uh, I know. Um. Did you think it was weird that like I thought because I, I, I we did meet we did meet some more Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and so we found out that one of them sleeps with their warders and she has two warders. I thought that was kind of well, funny and, and, and once and more. And I was like, so Demarion and Lan like sleep together, but then they don't. Yeah, I, I think they've finitely said like they have a strong connection that's literally like best friends to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have any romantic well, connection. We, I think we know that. I think they, they kind of, like, I'm, I don't think we knew that, but I think they finally, yes, they reveal that they reveal that because she is sleeping with the Amerlin seat, which is like the head. I said, I, yeah, the head. I said, I don't, they're, they're, they're sleeping together. Cause I remember, cause she said they, cause she masked her bond when she went to go fuck around. And I was like, really? Hi girl. Get Dude, it? You masked that bond, and then laying it. Okay, sorry, we're, we're going way deep into spoilers. Um, that here's what I do. Here's here's one thing that 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 does bug me. Okay, because we do have a slight like. Um, there's a slight little twi- love interest between Nynaeve and Lan. Yes, I just think that came too fast. I I didn't even see it. Like there was no build up. It was like, oh, by the way, I love you. Yeah, like I I, what? I, I saw a little. I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna try and like put them together i get it over the it, next couple seasons yeah that's what i thought I was like, it's, gonna, it's gonna have a little bit of a thing between him and moraine you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a thing and then i was like and then i was like oh they're gonna fuck i go well that's fine if y'all want to fuck and then they were like i love you i was like okay wait a minute now like oh, it, it jumped quick like i don't know if, if they're trying to like do the same thing like i know i hate to quote this but like twilight where like you imprint like the moment you see somebody and know like, I don't know. Maybe. And then I also think about the fact that, that they gave Game of Thrones this. Has it been months? Because they, tra- they were traveling. I know. I, I know. Thing. I'm with you. That's your thing. And I'm, I'm on it. I, I get that. Because, you know, they've been traveling on horseback for how long. Ha- has she been getting some back rubs or something? Like, yeah, like, like honey, so I get you. So we don't know. I, I, I will defer to you. And the say, pacing. I'm not sure what the time, what, what the time was. They, 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 they did. This did go 
really fast. I don't know how Game of Thrones made it so easy to figure out. And I'm sorry about paralleling Game of Thrones, but well, the, and this, I'm okay with that because this was quoted to, to be the next Game of Thrones. Like this is supposed to replace what that was. I don't know how they did it to where you could figure out how long it's been. I don't know how they did it. I feel like you knew that it had been a while. Maybe you didn't in Game of Thrones. You didn't know. I feel like they they did subtle like nods to it. Yeah, like like when they did in the first season of Game of Thrones when they sent the letter to kill Daenerys and they went back to like a chamber or council meeting. I think they meant like, oh, what came of that from two weeks? I think they just like threw it in there, right? And you just like, okay, cool, and you went on, but you you still had like, okay, we get. It's a letter. It had to go overseas. It had to travel. But yeah. you, you knew it took time. Yeah. I think that was the one thing that was missing. And maybe we missed it. But yeah. um, I would assume it's been months if they're traveling. I would assume. Probably. Weeks, maybe. You know, but I don't. I don't know how big this world is. I don't know right. if it's like, you know, if it's like me walking down to the street, right. you know, corner over here. Right. It's just taking time because there's people tracking us. I don't know. And that could be something that's, that's probably something that's explained in the books. But yeah. You know. Um I think um, one of the things that I was the only thing that I was confused about was I don't I don't think they explained the Dark One and the Fade very well. So when you say the Fade, what are the Fade? I don't know. I think if I'm confused, I think the Fade is just like I think the Fade is like a group of Trollocs. Um. Okay. So this is gonna be. Me kind of saying the spoilers, but not spoilers, but into kind of raising on my watch or not decision. After I got done, I was really confused. I don't think I was confused, but go ahead. But, and it may have been, and this is what I was trying to figure out, like, did I miss something? Did I misunderstand? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is there something missing that they're trying to hold off and allude to in the next couple seasons? So... Apparently, the Dark One in the books has 13 followers called the Corrupted, mm -hmm. which are like his generals. Mm -hmm. So I think in the last scene, that's one of his generals, not the Dark One. That's well, no, one of the we, Corrupted. We saw the Dark One. Maybe the fate is that dude with the, with the weird face and the teeth. Wait, what do you mean we saw the Dark One? No, I said maybe the fate is that dude with the weird alien face and the teeth. Oh no, no, that's that's one of the corrupted. That's the oh. same guy. He just changed his face. That's okay. one of his like it, if they're going. That's one of his generals. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the book and I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it, it out. It's the yes. As I, so as oh. like I said, they say like oh it's a dark one blah blah blah. But they never allude to that. There's generals which are in the book which may not be mm -hmm. in the show. So then maybe that's why they didn't allude to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like in the very last scene or last episode where. Is it Perrin is talking to the, what do they call the people who are friendly with the dark one? The dark friends or whatever. Oh, I don't remember. But when, when he's talking about what these five people, like these five kids are, mm -hmm. and he gives them a name, they never tell you what that is. I had to go look that up. Well, maybe they're, I don't. Because um, he goes like, there's like five favor in this time and it's never been that many maybe the the wheel throws in one or two at a time but never five at once i had to go look at what favorite were or no, whatever the term that's was. probably something they'll explain in season two which makes sense but and i, I was like but why throw it in there if For you're not intrigue, it's a cliffhanger bitch but to throw a word in on the last 30 seconds of a show it's called a cliffhanger i you can build to a cliffhanger i'm fine with that Sylvester Stallone. but it, like you could like build to literally like Saying like you could introduce like what favor are. I think I understand because I think that I think that Moraine was alluding to that earlier too. Was was she was like I think maybe favor is kind of like another word for dragon. No, um, mm -mm. Well, it's not. I I assume that they're because I assume that they that they are. And I'm saying favor. I, I, it may be a different word. Like I don't remember exactly what he said. They've all like alluded to this. Like, could there be five? That this does, this doesn't make any sense. Could there actually be five? They've all. To the, for the most part, exhibited something. So there could be five. So I think that they are all like, I think that it's revolving around this whole thing that maybe there's five of whatever this thing is. And maybe that is going to tie in. But I, I'm also okay with waiting for the long haul because I know that there's 14 books in this fucking series. Well, and I get that. And that's where, when I, I, I went to go look up what that term was, 
I again, if it, if it was something alluding to possible strong users in that time, I don't want to know. That's why I don't look up stuff. Oh my gosh! It it literally. I don't want to look up. I don't want to look up stuff because I'm like I'm like I don't want to muddy the waters. No, I but, say, but but what those are like it doesn't even pertain. Like it, it could mean you're the dragon. It could mean you're not the dragon. It it literally it doesn't really set anything up. It just shows that they're important characters. That's all it does. And that's fine with me. But why use a word that you have to go look that that fresher? Like I was either I was just confused because there's just things that they threw out there that I'm like, wait, did they talk about that? Because when they talk about the thing they they dig out from under the king's chair at the end, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Like cliffhanger, we don't even know what that is. It's gonna play a role. Like I'm, I can let that go. But the, but that's the same. But that's making that's the same thing. Like you're like, what is this chest? What is that word? It's the same thing. You can wait. To me, I think it's the same. I I, I understand why. I mean that that stuff doesn't bother me. But there's the there's part. more importance to me I with think, the words, the terminology they use. I think to me, if you if you introduce something, if you if you're talking about something in the beginning of the show. And I still don't understand what it is by the end of that season. I feel like I'm supposed to. That's different. But I understand if they if they throw something in toward the end of the to the end of the, the season or toward the end of the series, and they're like, you're like, wait, what's that mean or what does that mean? And it just it it to me it mm-hmm. leaves it open like, okay, they're gonna tell us or we're gonna hopefully figure it out next season because there are some things that I think that's that is that is the device of throwing that stuff in at the end is because they yeah. don't expect you to understand or know what that is. But there were some things to your point that I feel like after watching the show, I should have understood by the end of the episode, by the end of the season mm-hmm. that I didn't. Do I know anything right off the top of my head? Not yet. But I there are some things that to your point they did through throw it where at the beginning I'm like, okay. And then by the end I'm like, still don't get that. Exactly. And that's where I don't know if that's how it was in the books, mm-hmm, if there, mm-hmm. if it's plot points, mm-hmm. if it was just poor adaptation because they're changing mm-hmm. up the differences between, gotcha. if it was me, I should have read the books first, and they're assuming the people who are watching this have read the books. I, I don't know where the all relevant, but then yes. get, but but all relevant questions. But again, like there there are shows where I under like Outlander, season one of that show, mm-hmm. I didn't read the books for that, but yeah. I still understand what's going on. But obviously, that's a little bit more. It's that, not a fourteen book fantasy world. I think it is. Oh, is it? But, oh, okay. but, but I think I think the word fantasy is right there because yeah. this is like Outlander's more like time travel. That's pretty simple. There's no like there's no real um over there's not like the one power and this and then and I said I and then the White Tower and mm-hmm. then who's that guy? And then look at all these weird goat animal things and Oh my god, that girl got power. Oh my god, what's going on with that guy? Why are those two fucking? You know, so yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where there's like, you know, there. I mean, Outlander is a world. This is a world with like, with like all the fantasy sci-fi pieces that you could that you could ever throw in there. Mm-hmm. Like the one device for Outlander is time travel. This one's got so many different devices. Oh my god, yes. So which is fine, which I am all about. Oh yeah, I, I love the um, layering. I love what's in here. The layers, capability. That's the work. Good job. Yeah. Good work. Good work. Good work. Good word, sir. Good word. Um, but yeah, so this one is kind of like that where I'm like, am I going to expect I'm going to walk out of this knowing everything? No. But there are just some things where I was kind of like, eh, what happened or what's going on there? I think we can, um, should we do Bay of the Week then? Let's do Bay of the Week. I think we're out of spoilers. I have nothing more yeah. to talk about. Yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's jump with the Bay of the Week. Let's do Bay of the Week. I forgot which one it was for a second. Jerk. It's pink. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. I actually think that I was gonna go. I, honestly, I hate to I hate to pull like that that obscure character that we didn't even talk about in this show mm-hmm. to be Bay of the Week. I actually I want to give it to the Amarlin seat, who was played by um uh what was her name was it Sophie um. Sophie Okanedo, because, um, and you guys, we can talk about this in spoilers. So this is a spoiler. I'm saying she's Bay of the Week, and I'm going to explain why. Because, well, maybe not a spoiler. Um, in the one episode that she was in, mm-hmm. that woman had to, the the emotions, oh my God, the emotions. The range that she'd play. The, um, I was like, this bitch. Like, I, I was like. I felt everything coming from her. Like I was like, with what? just looks, like the lip, just like it. I think that to me was like 
that story was completely out of left field and it surprised me in a really good way. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was in awe. I was like, I can't. And I actually think that Rosamund Pike in that, in that as well, both of them were just like titans of act. I was like, I cannot. But when the Amarin seat, like when the little, the little finger slip in that one scene where she just real quick. Yes, bro- yes, oh. yes. Like that oh, whole, I get it. so for me, I honestly would say Sophie Okaneda, or I would actually even, I would actually even pair them together just because of that one scene in just because of the one scene in that episode, I would put them together. But if it's one person, I would give it to her just because to me out of the whole series, everybody did really good. I think mm-hmm. actually the acting in the show was, is actually really well. I don't think any of it's it really bad. I don't think there was anyone where I was like, eh, everybody was actually really good. Yeah. But that, when she came on, I was like, who's this bitch? And then at the end of the episode, I was like, who is this bitch? Uh-oh, girl. Like, who's she? Can we get more of that hoe? So, you know. Um, No. Honestly, I agree with your, your choice. I'm going to say just her, though. Okay. No. Because, yes, the emotions that she had to portray were based off of the other girl's character. Mm-hmm. But it was still her portraying them. She's the one who brought that out. She's the one, in my mind, mm-hmm. who made the scene in that episode what it was. And it's me who's yearning for more and what she's going to bring mm-hmm. in the next couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, Sophie uh, Okonedo, who I guess her name in the, in the show is uh, Siyuan Sanche, but we know her as the Amberlin seat. Yes. Um Bay of the week, I love it. Like I couldn't, I'm like I couldn't get enough of her. Couldn't. I'm done. We're good. Um, and then quickly we'll do watch or not. Okay. Do you want to do this first? As I did Bay of the week first. Sure. Um, this to me was touted as, or before I even watched, as the next Game of Thrones. It was Which supposed to. I re- wish they would stop doing that. I, to be very honest. much. So. Like it just because then you end up comparing. And I go, I know we're gonna in- inherently compare it a exactly. little bit. Exactly. But I'm like, stop saying that. So I went in expecting grandeur magic Mm -hmm. big open world like like expansive i mean i don't know if i'm assuming amazon has hbo money to throw at you know graphic designers Mm -hmm. and you know they do i wasn't disappointed Mm -hmm. the quality of the world the 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 build of what they brought to life from the books the acting was great the the special effects and the magic were convincing Mm -hmm. all of that was great I enjoyed it. I have not read the books. I'm going to give it a watch, but be prepared to be annoyed if you're like me because of all the open stuff they leave that's like, I don't know. There's there's some things that I could let go and there's some that I couldn't because, again, things that were brought up at the first of the season that were never answered for the entire season, and I get you have a 14 book sp- Span to go, mm. um, so I'm gonna go with watch because I'm also looking forward to season two. Yeah, I will say I'm I, I'm I'm on board. I'm a, even though there are some things like I, I I can be along for the ride. I can be annoyed things and be like, okay, that's fine. That's just me. I'm a little bit more go with the flow in mm. in that respect. Um, but I do think as well that it, it is a watch. I think it's um, I think it was I think it was done well. I think I think most of the graphics are are really good. I think there was a lot of interesting like. There were a lot of interesting twists mm-hmm. and stuff, which was which was really cool, which I which I which I enjoyed. Um, just a couple of lo- like little random things. I I, I will say I, this this the season surprised me in a few ways, where I was like, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting it to go that way, or you know, it it did surprise me in some ways. I do wish it was a couple episodes longer. I think it was only eight. Yes, I wish it was like a ten um ten full hour episodes. I, I think I would have. You know, well, they're hard hours. They're they're yeah. pretty long episodes. Slowed down just a little bit, but I like really super enjoyed like the magic aspect of it and kind of learning about about everything. And um I will say there was one curtain Nynaeve really annoyed me in the show, but off and on she really kind of did. Cause yeah. I was like bitch just tr-. I was like bitch trust a hoe. <laughs> trust a hoe. <laughs> She could have killed y'all a long time ago. And yes. you, are you talking about, I don't know, we should trust this person. And I it's agree. Like, bitch, you know what? It's been months. Like, it been, we, y'all been on horseback for a long ass time. Has she done anything that, that you found questionable? Well, let me take that back. She's done some questionable bullshit. But, bitch, tr- just trust somebody. Mm-hmm. You got trust issues. I get it. Um, But no, I, I think it's a watch as well. I think I think it's I think it's worth seeing where this goes. Um, 
yeah, I think it's worth seeing where it goes. I think it's worth it. All right. Both watches. Yeah, check it out, you guys. Um, That's all. Enjoy the Olympics. Yes. The first part of the Olympics. Um, and we will talk to you all soon. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon. Thank you.